Welcome back to the Waggle and Whiff podcast, everybody. Would you almost forget what we're doing right there? I almost forgot the name. <laughs> what happened? Fr- you're Hello. dad now. Yeah, you get the little sleep deprived, you forget what a podcast is called. That was, what's wrong <laughs> no with that? Big deal. Hey, guys. <laughs> what's happening, everyone? We're back. I know we missed last week. Don't kill us. Don't um, kill but us. a lot's happened in the golf world, and yep. when a lot happens in the golf world, you turn on Waggle and Whiff to hear all about the news. Uh, duh. And so also, people are doing like, everywhere, all across the country. No, actually, it's all world. across the world now. Unbelievable the way this thing's taking off. It's actually pretty cool. You know what? <laughs> Guys, keep on listening. Send us the reviews. Obviously, rate and review, but like, send us an email. Yeah, we appreciate it. We usually wait till the end to do this, but I like doing it at the beginning. Sure. Uh, go, go subscribe on iTunes. You know who you are if you're not subscribed, but you listen. So subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, It'll help us, us some, out. Give us some feedback, yeah. Yeah, because it's helping us out worldwide right now and we really really appreciate it that's right so. let's get into it yeah uh, big fun, week in golf fun weekend out at liberty national yep uh first weekend of the fedex cup playoffs patrick reed wins at uh liberty uh fantastic venue for a golf tournament sure. congrats to patrick reed you're an east coast guy i'm an east coast guy and it, it you know the backdrop of the city Those and the statue of liberty awesome. of course looked like it was in impeccable shape so uh, it was just a lot of fun to to watch it, and it just feels like a big tournament there. I don't know something about it's, it's the city backdrops probably some of it, but just the setup, like the the tents, the way the course sets up, it just I don't know it felt awesome it's to watch because it. Because it's August in New York City, yes, it's probably hella hot. In <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, it's just ridiculous, but it's also freaking beautiful. Like, it's the best time of year on the East Coast. Yeah. It did look beautiful. So if anyone at Liberty National wants to reach out and give us an invite an, to come invite. play. Yep. Some our, friend, uh, our friend Ben Haig used to caddy there. So Oh, okay. So so some great membership there. Eli there Manning, go. the Giuliani family. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. All, so. the, all your New York City bigwigs. But so let's talk. Let's let's talk a little bit about like Brooks and Bryson. Yeah. So Patrick Reed wins. So props to Patrick. Yeah. Uh, Captain America. Good job. Captain America. uh, I will say one thing. We've given Patrick a lot of shit before we move on from from just the the winner of the tournament. You've given Patrick a lot of shit. I have. Yeah. Well, for um, for obvious, for I think deservable reasons personally. Uh, But I do love watching his golf swing. Like he's got this. Just smooth, kind of trap draw, knockdown <laughs> kind of thing, and yeah. every iron that he hits, uh, same just shot. Seems like it's the same shot. Yeah, yeah, it's got the same tempo, it's same smooth, and his putting too, same kind of tempo. Uh, I, I said the same, similar thing about Morikawa last podcast. I, I love watching people that can kind of like, I don't know what it is. It's almost just like a soothing golf swing to right. watch. It's kind of watching like like Kenny Perry or Ernie Els hit the golf ball. Yeah, yeah, it's the or same like swing. Ernie Els, like Big Easy, and yeah, all those guys love watching them play, but. Um, props to him. He's been on a drought, switching coaches uh, mid-season. He's been trying to find it a little bit. Found it this week, so a lot of a lot of FedEx Cup points uh, up for him. And now he he he's got a real shot now at winning uh, winning the whole damn thing for fifteen million. But we'll get more into the FedEx. But I want to just I, I want to keep on later. Patrick Reed as well, real quickly go before okay. we keep go- moving forward. Is that do you think that he just he took a ten day. Uh, like holiday arrest um, prior to playing this. Yeah, past he talked weekend. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that that like probably helped him? Sure. He didn't even like pick up a club for a week and a half. No, he listen, said it helped him. Yeah, he, he won. Well, clearly <laughs> it helped him because he won. I get that, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. It's like didn't hurt. 
I mean, we can talk about Tiger in regard to like. We'll get there. We'll, okay, I, I'm I'm jumping ahead, people. <laughs> I'm really excited and want to get this podcast going. <laughs> so we got some good stuff for you. <laughs> All right, so then we'll talk about that later. So on to. Well, Brooks and Bryson had a little run-in. We yes. got a lot of slow play talk going on this week. A lot week. of slow play talk. Scott, why don't you tee us up what happened on Saturday? So let, let's begin on Saturday. So Bryson's playing on Saturday with Tommy Fleetwood and Justin Thomas. Um, cameras come on, and there is one incident where he is clocked, and it's on film. You can go watch the whole entire video, but he takes well over two minutes to play a shot, a, about a 70-yard chip shot. So then this leads to Justin Thomas tweeting something out after the round um, and then leads to this whole discussion. If they were clocked, they played in almost five hours. I think it was Mm 4.57. I think just looking at some of the reports of how long it took that threesome to play Mm -hmm. um, and all of the targets and all of the blame seemed to fall on the shoulders of Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. And most notably, and most notably um, for this one shot that he took well over two minutes, seven, this chip shot that he took well over two and a half minutes to play. <laughs> um, and so, therefore, all of this criticism comes out, and probably the one guy that's been the most outspoken about slow play uh, is Brooks Kepka. And so, therefore, we turn the page, and, and Brooks said some things prior to the tournament starting. Right, prior to the tournament. Right, about slow play, that he doesn't understand why it takes more than what the course, seconds yeah. or whatever rule is, book yeah. says of 40 seconds to play a 40. shot. Like, yeah. if a guy hits it in the water, then you go up there and you drop. Like, it doesn't right. take that long. Yeah. So all of this seems to be derived at the hands of Bryson DeChambeau. So they have mo- both have morning tea times within, I think, a 20-minute time of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Bryson's on the putting green. He sees Ricky Elliott Sunday morning. Ricky Elliott, for those of the listeners that know, is the caddy for Brooks Kepka. Right. Brooks Kepka says, hey, I'd love to talk to your boss about something. Mm-hmm. And Ricky, bas- Ricky Elliott basically says, well, you want to talk to him. You go talk to him. Like, I'm not a messenger. I work for the guy and read putts and... You're talking, you said Brooks, but you meant Bryson went up to Ricky Elliott and said... Bryson, Bryson yeah. went up to Ricky Elliott, yeah. right. Yeah, and said, I want to talk to your boss. Yeah. So therefore, finally, as we know who loves to take you know more than their time to warm up, finally Brooks shows up and is there <laughs> on the putting green, and they have a conversation. <laughs> 10 minutes before his tea time, 20 uh, minutes? Uh, I wasn't clocking this, <laughs> unlike <laughs> all the other clocks. And so what basically inspires is a cordial, yet I think, pointed conversation between the two and getting the reports of folks that were close and on the putting green is that Bryson defended himself and said, hey, this is why I took that long in the shot. I'm not usually slow. I get your points and thank you for calling out slow play because it is an epidemic on our tour um, and I want to help and I want to be part of the solution. Um, But I think all of this creates a social media frenzy of talking about it in golf and then even the PGA Tour then comes out and says, hey, or we've took everything into consideration. We are looking to modify our pace of play rules, rules or whatever that or might be. Decision. Yeah. So, so there, there we go. And I, I give props to both of them who handled this conversation, like I think true yeah. professionals and like, gentlemen. Like, yeah, gentlemen. I do think it is a little unfair that we take this one clip of a guy 
taking yeah. two minutes to take a chip and, and ultimately make him the face of what everyone in golf overreacts to, which is slow play. Yeah. Um, I So there's a, a lot to unpack there, but that's a good kind of description of what happened and, and how things went down. The one part where I got, just to clear it up, because I'll, I'll give my opinions on this, um, but can we – so I where I was – I know that Brooks has mentioned everything about slow play in the past, right? But was there – was there a, a, a public mention with Bryson from from Brooks before the video this week? Like, has Brooks ever mentioned Bryson's name? At no, all? and that's even if you because go back and look at look at, at at Brooks' comments. He said, "Hey, I've never mentioned him by name." No, yeah. and then right. he he always and, and in fact, when Brooks was being critical with JB Holmes and right. people were asking about him, he even said, "Like JB's not the only one out there. Right. It's, it's you know, it, there's other people that I think." you know, probably take too long. Sure. So, um, so I don't think Brooks is ever out to like point one person out. Right. And I don't think he has been, but I, so I thought it was interesting that Bryson, um, what I saw on Twitter and this is not verified, like you put it a little bit more eloquently, but I, what I saw on Twitter was like Bryson came up to Ricky Ellen and said, Hey, if your boss has a problem and wants to mention my name, you can tell him to come talk to me. And Brooks came up and talked to him. (laughs) So (laughs) Bryson got exactly what he wanted there. I mean, we, um, so we, I don't know what exactly was exchanged, and, there, we'll, but and we never will know. Probably not. Yeah. But the guys did say on separate occasions when asked how the conversation was, they both said it was a great conversation. Like it was a great conversation. Well, what we I think is, yeah, and you're right. They, they both said it was a good conversation, but I, but I guess the point, the reason I bring that up is that you know why why did Bryson go directly up to Brooks and and basically ask him to come talk to his face? when Brooks hasn't really called him out. Brooks is just talking about... Because you know, he's the play. poster child for calling out slow play for all of his previous comments. I guess, He's yeah. done it on, I think, at least three occasions now, right? Talked mm-hmm. about why does it take so long to play a shot? Why doesn't the PGA Tour But do why does Bryson feel the need to defend himself because of the to way, Brooks? Because of the way that it was presented on social media, that clip was all over the place. And yeah. by the way... But again, he's not going... He should go to the PGA Tour or someone else. Instead, he's like calling out... He's going I, up to Brooks. No, I think that's great that like, he went up to Brooks. Like, I agree. I'm, gl- I'm glad that. Oh, well, I think I think face. I think it's it, the result of all of it's going to end up being good, and uh, and, and well, the, the result social of- media like. No. Uh, awareness or, or the hype this weekend was good because he, they had that confrontation. Here's the thing. Quote, unquote, confrontation. Exactly. It was a marketing ploy and it was a it was it was set in stone where social media took on this quote unquote confrontation when probably there wasn't even a confrontation. But no, I think it was like, probably a point. Like Scotty said, it was pointed but cordial. But yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah. Pointed but cordial. However, it wasn't confrontational like i don't think that that's i think those are two different things sure but what i'm trying to say is that i think whoever created this story of confrontation did a good job because it it got the hype and also like the media outlet talking about all like talking about this tournament yeah. Let's not stop there. The PGA Tour reacted the PGA and Tour reacted. Out and said they want to modify so, the pace of play policy. Well, yeah, but, but, absolutely. The, but it was a benefit. Like this is all Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's that's good. That's oh, for to me, maybe Sky disagrees, but I think I think the awareness is Well, it good. depends what they do. I'm right? not saying it's a conspira- yeah. like a, a conspiracy theory, but like I think more or less it's 
a plan, a methodical action. You think plan. Oh, that is kind of conspiracy? You think this whole thing's planned? No, no, think no. Think the no, PGA no, no. like plants? No, hey, no, Bryce, no, Bryson, no, you no, take three no, minutes, no, and then we're gonna yeah, oh, you go up to Bryce. Well, no, that's, that's what say, you. Yeah, I did say that, I mean, but I'm that'd not, be awesome. Just run with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying they they capitalized on a little bit of drama, made it bigger than it needed to be, and it benefited the PGA as well as just the the players in the tournament this past weekend because it shed more light on the tournament. Okay. So it's it's a it's a marketing point. Yeah, I don't know. A point taken. Uh, I don't know that it it shed light on the tournament, but I think it did shed light on well on slow play and bro. And, and and Bryson. So uh, people have said before, Bryson's name has come up when slow play has come up. Um, and Bryson's defense, uh, to elaborate a little bit on Scotty's story, Bryson's defense to this, he's like, sometimes I do take a long time between shots, mm-hmm. but it's not every shot. And in right. fact, he, he felt like he walks faster than most people on, on there. So sometimes right. he says, I walk to my ball and I'm waiting 30 seconds for other people to get to their ball, even though it's their turn to hit. Right. So there's all sorts of factors that, that right. go into slow play. To, to right? back that up just quickly, what Bryson said is that we shouldn't be timed how long we stand over the ball. We should be timed on how long we take the play a whole in totality. Right. A whole in totality or around. So that, that was one of my points is that if the PGA Tour is going to get involved and they're going to start talking about penalizing this or or addressing the issue they need to they need to i think they do need to put like a little bit of a task force together and then talk to players of all different um you know backgrounds and all different um time you know people that play at different time tempos and different speeds right and and try to come to some okay some agreement um with how we they can police it right is Mm -hmm. it the time you played a hole is it the time right. you play around, or what they may likely do is not do anything about it at all, <laughs> right. um, which, which, which they haven't there, done for the last is, which 25 years when this yeah. has been an issue. Exactly. But I think it's becoming more of an issue, at least more of a uh, a known issue to the av- to the average golf fan now. But the one thing I'll say though, right? So if I so I'm that I'm that's Bryson's defense. You know, on the other side of this is that. There's just sort of this is the hard thing to describe and I guess maybe defend in some ways. But people that play golf kind of understand that there is a natural amount of time that is somewhat acceptable to play a golf shot. And sometimes it's longer. When I at my club championship am, am, am looking over a birdie putt, I'm going to take probably 30 seconds longer. I'm going to look at the putt from all different sides, and then I'm going to take it. Situations so totally, matter. yeah, situations matter. I totally understand Bryson's point. But to sit over a chip shot for three minutes is not, too long. Not three minutes, just over two. Well, uh, no, it was somewhere between two and a half so, and three minutes. So, Tiger's, but, so hold on, Tiger's chip on 16 in 2005 at the Masters? No, people took a made minute the, and 27 seconds. Yeah, but you're saying it was just over two. And first of all, seven and over two minutes. Well, I'm just first saying, all, like, where do you draw the line, though? Right? Because like, if it because what the perceived rule book in golf says is that it first should of take all, that's forty that, seconds. Okay, but first of all, that's under a minute less than what Bryson's took. Right. Second of all, I believe that that included the time that the ball actually hit the green and slowly rode into the hole. It wasn't the time that he took. 
bef- when he addressed his well, ball. Well, again, we don't we don't know what what we're clocking here, right? Which well, is part of the issue. Exactly, but people have made that comparison online and said, "Oh, that took like two minutes." So, like, I think Brandel made that right comparison, and that's it, it's. I don't think it's a good comparison. It's not. It's well, not I'll, like you're addressing. But your there ball. is there is situations. Where you're going to take longer. You just alluded it to yourself in talking yeah. about the club championship. The, the, you're going to take longer than when we go play a round that doesn't mean anything. But I'm not going to take three minutes. But, and, you're, and, take, and but you're going to take longer on shots that matter. And yes. these Hold on. And these guys are playing for way more importance than whoever's your club championship. Yeah. These guys are playing for millions and millions of dollars. Right? But it doesn't give them the, – so, we're, we're, so they, can they take seven minutes to, to hit one shot? I mean, I think being reasonable. I don't think two minutes to take a shot is unreasonable. If you took two minutes to take every shot, that would be a. But they don't do that to take every shot. Okay, but if there are certain people that commit the the crime, if you will, more often than others. But what? But why? Okay, so that that's the point. Is that it goes back into how do you police it, right? And maybe it is every hole that you do it, but. You know, it's a very, it's a hard thing to police, but it, they've got to decide how to police it. And I hope that they do something about it. You ever played think, golf with someone that just absolutely couldn't hit the golf ball? Uh, yeah, I've okay, played so people like that. Okay, so how, how, if they had to drop and play by the rules of golf and go look for their ball and play it around under the USGA rules of golf, it would be an excruciating pace, right? <laughs> yes. So therefore, what I don't like is now we're going to make golf essentially harder for people, right? Because now we're going to say, oh, these professional golfers, you have to take a minute no. to take a shot. I well, dis- I disagree. Th- therefore, go what's going to happen? That's going to trickle down into all of the how amateurs play. And therefore, we want to get new people into golf. And we're making it more difficult to play golf. It's going to turn more people away from golf. It's a, okay, I can't so, even find my ball, and now as soon as I hit it, you're clocking me, and I got 50 seconds to go look in the woods and hit a golf ball? Okay, that's so, not a recipe that's going to do good for golf in the okay, future. Okay, but that's never going to happen for the type of situation you're bringing up because, A, no one's clocking the guy who's just starting out and playing golf. Like No one's clocking you on a golf course. So then why do we so clock that the PGA guys? Because it's the PGA Tour. Why is there why is there a separation of rules? It's the same game. The USGA views it the same way. Se- why is there a separation of rules between people who shoot 160 and people who shoot 70? Yes. Why? It's the same game. The USGA would tell you it's the same it's, game and should be judged the same way. It's why you put it in a ball, handicap. Is T-ball the same game as is T-ball the same different. game? Golf golf doesn't have a governing body. Or baseball doesn't have T-ball doesn't have a governing body. Baseball me and you has a professional level and it has an amateur level. Of course level. it does. Okay, so it's the it's the same thing. <laughs> but but baseball doesn't have a, a, a governing body that that rules it different. You don't allow someone you don't allow a T-ball game to take 6-7 hours. Well, we don't allow PGA Tour rounds to take 6 hours. Yes, you do. <laughs> Absolutely. Do. Five at the most. Five and a half on average. Six hours at times. So that's the point is that the P- the professional level of players shouldn't take that long to play shots and play. But yet Jesse down around. the street can take six hours? He shouldn't take six hours. But if you're playing, if, if first of all, Jesse down the street wants to play 18 holes of golf, then he should probably 
in order to enjoy himself, yeah. probably take a lesson from a PGA professional, probably hit the range a little bit. But if he, but if he, oh, so now we're gonna make him spend more money and make I'm more just frustration ta- to this I'm, game. That's no, very not more frustration, more fun. Because if you're sitting, if you're gonna take 150 shots on the golf course, yeah. My in my personal view on that is that if it's not, it's probably not that fun for most people to play golf and and shoot 150. Right. Well, so, we don't know that. But I've played also. I've played with people that shoot over 100. My, and wife's, one, my wife's family is one of them, and they have a, and I have a great time. And we played under four hours. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Vito so, shot a 93 the other day. Great score for Vito. We played in three hours. It's great. 18 and hours. I'm glad that you love playing golf like that. But that is not everyone, right? But and my, so okay, I don't believe what the, the U.S. I think you're gonna have a hard, very hard time because the U.S. is the Governing body of golf, right? And they be- what they believe is that the same game that and the same people that play in the U.S. Amateur and the U.S. Open is the same game that me and you should play. And it's been like that for the last 120 years. Yes. They're not going to change the rules. Uh, okay, but so there there are levels of this. There's a lot to unpack, and we could we could do this all day. But again, tur- tournament play, even at the U.S. Amateur level, yeah. or at um, even at the SCGA net sure. net qualifying level, sure. that's still a different. That's still a little bit different than the PGA Tour. So I don't. I don't expect them to be on the clock. I don't know how they clock them, but from but but a lot of those final groups, just because of the the backup of the day, I think most of them are over five hours. I could be wrong on that, but I'm just I'm just telling you, like it. It takes a while for a lot of these rounds to go. Now, when you get later in the week and people are like out of it, or you know, there might be there are probably rounds that maybe the averages come down a little bit. But it, it I mean, it takes a while. I mean, the, the, but the thing is, is like I, I, to try to put a little bit of a bow on it. I think we, the one thing we all do agree on is that if the PGA Tour is going to criticize it, if they're going to comment on it, then they should probably come up with some rules to do it if they're not going to do it then don't comment on it or don't act like you care about it and i think that that we we agree there um you know like i said i i also i we also agree that it takes different times to play different shots so i actually i'm kind of on bryson's side with this but i don't know i haven't studied how long it takes bryson if bryson takes five and a half hours every time he plays then i would not be on his side but i don't know that to be true um, but I do agree with his thought process and his theory on that is that, you know, he can, it can take different times to play different shots and he can walk faster than other people. So all I'm saying is that whether it's hole by hole, whether it's the length of the round, we have to start taking some measurements. They have to, they have to pull some opinions from tour players in and see if they can find some common ground. So it sounds like that the PGA needs to take a 360 review essentially of uh, not only the game but also of the holes but, but they know that this problem's not right, new this right. has been an issue for the last 25 years in golf so, gentlemen we agree to disagree and that was a great little back and forth battle but speaking of the pga yes they're starting the hunt and accepting new tv deals yes for the 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 upcoming 21 expiration or 2021 yeah. expiration so Correct. what's uh, your take on who may take the deal or what direction do you think that we're going to go um with this tv rights yeah so i'm not an expert on this i don't work at a broadcast network so steve you might have more insight here um but for my take is obviously the pj tour which includes 
uh, the LPGA and the Corn Ferry tur- mm-hmm. tours have had a long relationship with Comcast, um, and it's every week, right? And um, but they might now be open to taking bids from outside of NBC. Uh, CBS, mm-hmm. uh, with the Golf Channel being the part other partner there, right? Do, do you sorry? No, go ahead. Down. I say, but do you think that you know Amazon's going to jump in or Hulu? Yeah, or so that's like that? that's the big aspect. Or e, 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 now pair well, and the new leadership at at ESPN, Patano, Patano, Jimmy Patano is very and Disney is very pushing right. the ESPN Plus. Yeah. So you could see you know certain rounds dedicated on on ESPN Plus is the big rumor. Um, first of all. We all have worked in production. I think there'll I think there'll be bids. I don't think there'll be a change in who they go with. This has been a long lasting relationship. This yeah. is part of the tour. Um, the one thing I will say about this is that golf has a very good audience because people that tend to watch one tournament tend to be able to watch all the all tournaments. The tournaments and, loyal. and from an advertising standpoint, yes, the demographic is older, but has right. a lot of buying power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's very good for to be able to sell the advertise that you come on you know, every Saturday and Sunday and have right. Rolex, BMW, Mercedes my able to... My That's my the niche with golf is that, you know, it's, it's the... Your, your viewership might be a little bit lower. Uh, ratings might be a little, right. little bit lower, but very, um, very, very loyal fan base. Um, and yeah, it might be a little older, but a lot of buying power, a lot of financials, a lot of that kind of stuff um, uh, to sell there. So, so the point being, it's still a good property to own. It's still a good, right. it's still a good rights deal to have. They have had a long relationship with CBS and NBC. I, th- I think a couple of things I read. I think we read similar articles, Scotty. But uh, there's, it's, it, it'll be very interesting because there's a lot of relationships that would make um, ESPN or Fox, which are both expected to bid, good partners as well. Um, you know, Fox has pushed a lot of the technology that's come out lately and, and a lot of the use of that talk technology at a greater frequency. So the, the shot tracers, the how many yards to the hole with the virtual things hovering over, a lot of the things that almost look normal. If, if you guys go back to before Chambers Bay, before Fox did a U.S. Open, a lot of those things didn't happen. If they happened, you saw them on like one hole. So Fox really pushed the, the envelope technology-wise. So if the PGA Tour is seeking a partner that really wants to do some new things and push technology wise. You could see Fox, Fox has the USGA, the uh, the US Open, so they'd love to have some tournaments um, leading up to that. And also the FedEx Cup playoffs are over before the NFL starts, which is another reason Fox never really wanted to get into the golf PGA Tour side of it. So there's a lot of things there that make, Fox makes a lot of sense. You mentioned ESPN Plus, that could make a lot of sense for ESPN. Um, and they're looking for as much rights as they possibly can. I'm probably willing to spend as much, if not more than anybody on, on a sports rights deal. But, um, I'm with Scotty on the fact that I probably don't see it changing hands. If I do see any, um, any change, I don't think it'll be with NBC. I think they'll keep the relationship with NBC and the golf channel. So NBC will do X number of events. And then I think right now CBS does the other 20 plus the masters, uh, and the PGA Championship, so I think you could. ESPN actually has the PGA Championship next year or 2020. I forget next year or 2021. So um, that again, another reason ESPN could be a good partner. But um, 
I think CBS would be the only one I could I could see maybe maybe going away being those twenty events being replaced with with Fox or, or ESPN. I don't think NBC is going anywhere. Um, anyways, that that's that's the take on the new rights deal. So the 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 real story is it's an interesting. I think the only the very interesting thing and the potential and a potential new rights holder there is everyone's a little surprised that they want to start accepting bids now it's two years it the the deal's not up till 2021 so next year all of the you know all of the all of the golf is going to be under same channels so the fact that they want the bids early could allude to the fact that maybe they're they want to see something else but here's the thing i don't think it's that early i mean we're already into august and by the time that all bids come in like a year goes by pretty damn fast, and so it's like by the time that they're getting these bids, it's gonna be probably mid twenty twenty, and then change happens in like eight more months. So I, it does I, happen quick. Yeah. I, the other interesting thing that I thought about was you know Jim Nance. Basically, I think that's like the biggest thing. Like you know, honestly, if if golf were to go away from CBS, does Jim? Is Jim able to do a deal with NBC or with the new buyer um, to do golf? Uh, I think that might be like one of the things the tour might even ask for because so many he's he's so good at doing. He's probably the best golf commentator. At Pebble, at the Pebble. yeah. Joe Joe Buck invited him, and that might be one of the fears. Like a lot of people don't like Joe calling golf. Um, I happen to like it. I think Fox does a great job. I'm a little biased, but. but you know he he probably bears more criticism than others. I'll say okay. it that way. Um, anyway, so that's that's the story there. But so so for all of our fans and listeners, how you view PGA Tour, how you view the Corn Ferry Champions Tour, that all might change on the property years. you're watching in the next couple of years. And so for folks can follow the story and see who's potentially well, bidding they, to, to host it. And they totally could throw a curveball and it could go on to digital. Like could. It, it could do am, like Amazon. It could. The only reason I'd push back there is remember we talked about the demographic that pushes yeah. and I loves understand. golf. I don't know I, if they all have Hulu accounts. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. And that's, an, that's a valid argument or a comment. However, they've been pushing for the last eight years to do more digital so at least I see them maybe in the beginning phases like on the thursday or friday and then then ch- change it to the and, and i could see them doing a, I could see them doing maybe a secondary rights deal like right now there's the pga tour live app and nbc yeah. sports gold which is where you watch where you watch basically the uh the feature groups and stuff like that early or an early coverage uh i could see that maybe moving to a digital platform but nothing yeah. else yeah. No, the weekend play exclusive rights will not move to a, a fully digital platform well we talk think. about like it's an older demographic <laughs> true however we saw a lot of younger younger players coming up the ranks and i mean it's 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 not always going to be Tiger, so and, and it's not always going to be the older guys. I mean, you will see them here and there. Yeah, I just don't think I don't think it's this right deal that yeah, they're not yeah. going to make that that change. Yeah. But anyways, speaking of Tiger, yes. Um, the uh, the withdrawal this week after uh, Thursday, nice little lead-in. Actually, that was that was very good. Um, mama, mama approved. Uh, so torn oblique or, or not torn? I'm sorry. Um, strained oblique. Yes. From Tiger, uh, I don't. I don't even know that I buy the oblique. I think it's. Um, it's basically his back. 
So we'll let's uh, just get to this. the the, it's, the it's, meat of it. Will Tiger shut it down or play this week? I th- I uh, I think he probably tries to play um and i don't know how well he'll do i don't think he does i i I don't i don't think he's fully healthy right now um but i still think that he believes but but i think the big thing is is that this is essentially you know one of if not the last tournament he's gonna play in so i mean unless he really feels like he's gonna jeopardize his body um over the next two golf tournaments um I think he'll try to go out and play. Um, but but if it was at a different time of year, I think he might shut it down for a while. Um, I, I think to me it alludes to the fact that, you know, I don't know um, how long he's been dealing with some of these similar issues. It, mm-hmm. it feels like it feels like after the Masters, he never really got he, he never really got back on track. Um, last year, you could argue that he had a be- a better year. You could literally make that argument. I mean, he was like top five. You know, he had made that run at the PGA Championship. He was in the mix at the Open Championship. He won the Tour Championship. Like he ended last year on a high note. Stayed healthy all year. Said he felt great. I mean, we were all in Tiger's back mode. And then you know, uh, and then turns around and wins the Masters. That first event of this year, we were like, holy, holy crap, you know. Um, and then after that, it just seemed like I don't know. He, he tried to take more time off this year. And it still seemed like he couldn't get healthy enough. So I don't know where to draw from it. I hope that he does whatever he thinks is best for his body and he turns it around. But, yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say more else about it. I was just bummed to see him get off to a bad start and then obviously feel like he had to withdraw on Saturday or on Friday. Yeah, so he's still supposed to show up tomorrow morning. He has a pro-am time. Right? Um, he's supposed to meet with the media, those obligations, as of, I think, two hours ago. We're still in play. He's playing a golf tournament. He's won a major on before that uh, he's played in the Ryder Cup on before right. at Medina uh, this week. Um, he's also supposed to meet with some local officials uh, with his design team, which will be um, interesting to see if that happens. So there's all good reason for him to be there. All good for reasons for him to be there. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree with Steve that after the Masters, you could argue this year was kind of a disappointment when you talk about his best finish was T9 at the Memorial and a T21 at the U.S. Open. Like, those aren't great finishes for Tiger Woods fans. And then right. the rest of the schedule has been absolutely awful. So, in, and injuries have been more of a part of it. I was very concerned when he didn't play in that program on last Wednesday and then withdrew, you know, Friday morning. So, we'll see. I am not very excited about what we will see if we do see him play and also too i think this might give him more reason just to captain and not have to play in the trip to australia in the president's cup which he's captaining so yeah we'll see how that plays yeah, yeah we'll see how that but that's not till december obviously with president's cup but you know uh i know he he said he's wanted to be a playing captain in that and want to play in it um, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, a, a bummer to see it, but we're not doctors here. So, you know, we just got to sort of take his word for it. And, and I hope, hopefully he gets healthy and we see him back in the smoke. How do you your oblique? The same way you don't can't activate your glutes. Yeah. <laughs> so we got playoffs wrapping up. So Medina's this week, yep. BMW yeah. Championship. We just talked about Tiger. Maybe he'll play. Maybe he won't. We'll see. Uh, new tour championship format. We haven't really talked about this before, but uh, what do we think about this? Everybody, basically, they're going to take so that the FedEx 
Cup playoffs and points are all easier to follow who wins the Tour Championship at the end of the day. They're basically going to start Tour Championship in a different way. The first year they're doing this, the leader will start at 10 under, second place starts at 8 under, and then I think third place starts at... I don't know the rest of it. Third starts at 6. It gets to a point where I think like like 5 through 10 start at x under and then 10 through 20 start at x under and and then like you know 20 through 30 are x so basically there won't be more than a 10 shot difference though so like the 10 the the last 10 group of 10 or whatever start at even par um you'll be 10 shots behind the leader um i i'm kind of excited to see this format i think it's i mean there's not going to be much different besides just knowing like where everyone really stands in terms of fedex cup points um, it makes it a little bit easier. It's a little bit wacky of a tournament. I know some tour players have like weren't that crazy about it. Justin Thomas and maybe Spieth commented. But it is easier to follow for us fans that we don't yeah. have we don't have to have Steve Sands doing math on the big board right. for us anytime someone makes a bogey or birdie. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and and that was you know that's for a big prize money. That this is where like all of your FedEx Cup points lead up to these playoff events the playoff events have more weight to them 2000 points each if you win and then you know you get into this tournament and then you win 10 million dollars actually it's 15 i think now if you win so it's that's a big payout um it, that means a lot so uh and it's just a good thing to have on your resume i think at this point uh to have the fedex cup tour champion um yeah doesn't suck 15 million doesn't suck uh but I, anyways i i don't know I, it's it's it is weird to start a tournament tournament at like 10 under like you just you come out on thursday and you're like shit like i'm six strokes back off the lead right, like right. what do i gotta do now and uh, so i think you're it's a little bit clowny a little bit wacky but but i i my argument would be that if you start at 10 under, 8 under, you've basically earned that spot based on how you've played all year. Of course, you've earned it. Yeah, yeah. so you you know, like if you're if you're 10 back and you finish in 30th place, you really, sh- you can't make the argument that, well, hey, I should be, actually, I should be even par with all these leaders. And then, um, you know, I, I don't think, you can't make that argument. In fact, you might be able to make the argument that if you're in 28th place and you're, eight shot whatever it is 10 shots off the lead you might have a better shot at winning the whole thing or winning more money than you previously were in that previous format starting at even with everybody on the tour championship but still have this random number yeah i'm nowhere good at math to to justify and say that you have a better chance but it's yeah. going to be easier to follow that's yeah, for gonna, sure <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. instead of half knowing the number and being able to follow people in real time what their right. number is sure right. Yeah, this this makes the whole thing easier to follow, which just I think will make I think it'll I think people will like it more than more than we think. Yes, I agree, I agree. And and if it doesn't work, they'll make it better, and that's what they're trying to do. And I applaud the PJ Tour and missed, you know. Only other thing I got is Corn Ferry Tour final uh, last the last tournament of the Corn Ferry Tours this week. Yeah, Not a lot of people. Cards. Yeah, people earn twenty five people earn their cards. That's a pretty emotional experience to watch. If you guys haven't watched it, it's it's pretty good TV. Uh, we saw one guy who like literally double bogeyed the last hole to play himself out of the the finals, uh, and brutal. it was so brutal to watch him. I and the guy, the guy thinned one out of the bunker. Then he then he was in like a a mowed off area, 
it tried to chip it up onto the green. It rolled back at his feet. And he could literally, like, his future, everything he's worked for. And I, I don't mean to laugh there, but, it's, like, you think this about... Everything. This kid's private education. Uh, <laughs> kid's private education. Um, no, I mean, like, literally, people devote lives, that, you know, years and years of work into this. And when you're that close and one golf hole messes it up, it's, like, excruciating to watch. And then on the other side of it, people that were outside of the mix got inside the mix. Um... And it's just, uh, it's great to see people realize a dream like that and walk off, walk off like basically in tears of happiness. Uh, well, shock. Just, yeah, I yeah, I mean, it's just, a, it's a crazy, it's maybe one of the most emotional uh, tournaments you could, you could see all year. I mean, your entire future of playing on the PGA Tour, look, you go to the PGA Tour, you make half of the cuts, you're staying on tour, you're making, you're making millions of dollars. You don't do that you've got to go through this whole process pretty much again and it's it's difficult so the top 25 in points make the pga tour of the regular season um and then there's a a three tournament uh playoff series on the corn ferry tour and if you're in the top 70 then you get into that that playoff series and then 25 more people make it um out of that playoff series so basically 50 new tour cards are given every year um and uh, there's always people right on that bubble. And, right. you know, so last weekend concluded the regular season. Um, so the top 25 made it. And then over the next three weeks, you know, uh, 25 more will make it. There you go. Anyway, so if you, th- I think Golf Channel does cover that stuff. So if you like turn it on, it's like some random thing. It's not the PJ Tour. It still might be exciting for you to watch because, I don't know, I find it exciting to, to, to hear all that. I think that. there's a whole ceremony they do for the new grads that earned a, a, a tour card as well. So. Oh, we've timed this podcast perfectly again. Oh, as, as, we're ra- as we're wrapping it up, the baby starts to wake up. Um, anyway, so that's all I got, Scotty. Um, anything else? Yeah, no. Uh, so any uh, Michelle's Wee's taken, so any really gorgeous <laughs> women golfers out there that want to go for a date? We can scroll down Instagram. We can find this. We can slide in some DMs. All right. Uh, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Again, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And also do that. So also, too, I'm looking at a bunch of Waggle & Whiff koozies. Yes. Which, so if you hit us up with some good suggestions, comments, good reviews, we'll and let us know, we'll send oh, I'm happy to send you one or two koozies. So. All right, we got to run. Baby's waking up. <laughs> Baby's waking up. Uh, again, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for the listen. We are out. Bye. Bye.